Hey yo, we about to tear it up. Yo, break for break, break for break, get down. This right here is how we do it. Break it down. It's a Breaking Actions podcast. We break things down to the very last compound. My name is Summit, aka the Potty Mouth of the South. And my name is Chris Mitchell, aka the Actual Factual. Actual facts, breaking atoms, mm-hmm. Lyric Jones. Ah mm-hmm. oh, man, this is um, I, I I I'm I'm very pleased we were able to get Lyric Jones on the podcast, man. Of course, like I, of I, course. I, I I'm I really really I really really like the project. I've like heard stuff before this this, but this is. This is the one, isn't it? This is the... it's good food. It's good food. It's re- it's it's it hits you right from the off, and it stays with you. Like there's there's moments, there's lyrics, there's there's vibes that will stay with you after you've stopped press, pressing play. It's vibes, man. Um, it's vibes. And, and before before yeah. before we go any further, though, I just want to check in with you. Go on. How are you? Yeah, man. Screw you in it. No, I'm saying you good. Mental nah, health. No, no, no. I don't want to do any. I don't want to talk to you in it. No, I'm fine. Fine. fine, fine, fine. <laughs> okay, good. I'm good, asking, good. How are you? No, I'm. I'm well, bro. I'm. I'm. I'm catching. I'm catching flights. Not feelings, innit? Okay, here come the bars. All right, well, Chris, we get it. You're a rapper. All right, Chris, we get it. You can you rap. Know what I mean? Ooh, come on now. Ooh, a come lyrical on now. miracle. Ooh, wow. See, I can rap too. You know. Why do people use that term in such a derogatory fashion? Lyrical miracle. Yeah, but... it's like anything. We want to demonize people that uh, we want to demonize people who like certain things so that we can put them down. It's a power trip, bro. Wow. Okay. You know I, like, wasn't ex- I wasn't expecting you to go that deep. Yeah, but okay. Most of the stuff is that if you like something and someone else doesn't, you could just go, you know what? It's cool. You like that. I like that. But no, they have to demonize you because they don't agree with you. That's what it is. Or say, or say they um. What did they say? You just don't get it. You no, just... you just didn't explain it well. Right. That's it. Oh, you just don't get it. All right. Cool. Dave. You know what I don't get? You know you know what I really don't get? You know when like when when the mandem go, don't watch that. I'm like, watching what? I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, don't watch that. It's basically equivalent of that. It's it's Yeah, I hear you. It, it's that. But let's but... let's not let's not have a moan. Lyric Jones. Lyric Jones. Listen, while we were talking to her, I've pre ordered the vinyl and that's that's my barometer of I like a project. Unless I'm investing in it for my kid, isn't it? Like some like limited edition kind of like thing. If I like a project, I'm buying it on vinyl. And keeping it pristine because that's... Is, is that what you're doing? You're building up a collection for your daughter? Of course, man. That's dope. Because because it's the way... like So I've got cassettes and, and vinyl and CDs, but I like vinyl. But then also teach her the art of putting the vinyl on, listening to it, and you're going to listen to it side A, and then take the uh, the needle off, side B, and, and immerse yourself in that kind of music. So... I've got all types of music, right? I've got I've got Bollywood soundtracks right through to F- Frankie Beverly and Maze, right to Action Bronson. But it's to give her that that kind of wealth of, and I've got Frank Sinatra, and I've got Spanish pressing of Frank Sinatra and Madonna and whatever. Okay, right? but it's it's just interesting to hear you say that you're proactively oh yeah, yeah, yeah doing yeah. that from now. Some people, it's you know when they pass on or you know, but you're building a collection with your your daughter in mind. I think that's dope. Yeah, I like man, that. it's for my for the kids because then I can pass that knowledge on of music and then and then hopefully she'll be able to explore that music and go, Oh, I like this or I don't like this and give her the choice, right? Of that's course, amazing. Of course I'm a teacher about different types of music. Oh here's this here's here's a here's um here's a hip hop education you might need to do, like listen to these albums, etc etc. But if we have it in the house, she can then go ahead and play it herself and play whatever once and i've got disney soundtracks bro i've got like the whole works mm-hmm. right so it's just about giving her the opportunity because 
I didn't I had that but not in the same it wasn't in the same way we collected records because that's how you bought back then you know you go to HMV and buy vinyl or that's buy right. CDs but it wasn't with the thing of mine of going oh we're gonna it's just for you to listen to so it's just it's carrying on tradition that musical tradition and anyway but I'm buying Lyric Jones's uh, vinyl because I really like it um, and she's an awesome artist um, an incredible person to speak to and someone who I feel like we could just talk to about music and have a really constructive conversation about what we like, what we don't like, and 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 really get into the the, the nitty gritty of musicianship. Um, so yeah, I'm, no. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Salute to her, and yeah, ma'am. You know this closer than the year is is fantastic. And like it's I, it's high it's high on my list of albums of the year. Yes, very high. Correct. And like I said, and on on the on the pod, I think Fonte knowing that he sequenced the album. He has committed egregious acts, criminal acts upon... Dude, he mixed the... Oh, bro, he mixed the album. Dude, are, are you mad? I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there is an art to that. It, he, he, there is an art to the mix and there's an art to the sequencing. And Lyric is not... We know she's an incredible musician, but to be around that and have that and actually learns from that, she's only only going to go from strength to strength she was anyway Agreed. but this is like Agreed. this is more this is more armory now she upgraded the she, uh, it's an upgrade it's like a power up you know super mario so yeah, it's a mushroom team it's, it's a, a mushroom, mushroom team, team. <laughs> yeah it's a it's mushroom that. team yeah when when mario get the raccoon yeah, tail it's yeah, over yeah, in a bruv. yeah yeah so now now bowser <laughs> this is this, this is the raccoon tail this is the, it's a raccoon right, tail right, yeah, yeah, right. yeah this this it's like sonic the hedgehog when he goes you know no 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 i wasn't i wasn't on that side in it okay, tribalism sorry, and that sorry, sorry, and sorry. imagine i've never owned a sega machine or a playstation Okay, I never had a Sega machine. I used to play. No, no, Sega. no, it's tribalism in it. We're over here, bro. Biggie and Tupac video games in it. Wow, Optimus Prime and uh, Megatron, yeah. On site, on, on site. site. Fine, fine. But no, um, genuinely, I think Lyric is wonderful. She's been in the game for so long, which gives us gives her a head start. But also her classically trained background, everything she's done, and I just think, uh, I just think she's refreshing, man. And I think yeah, really, I, that, that's the thing. It's really like, like like a glass of water. It's breath of fresh air, but I don't I don't know how else to explain it. It's just like it's like when you listen to it, I feel like I feel happy. Yeah, when I listen to close because... to it, I feel happy. But she's dealing with some really powerful stuff. We'll, we'll get into it in the interview, but I have a theory. I think those roots in the church and transferring spirits and energy plays out in this album that's just my theory yeah the transference of, of spirits bro yes we're gonna have a talk about that off the mic i'm gonna i'm gonna share some things with you that's amazing i never thought of it like that yeah wow. why do you think so many people listen to gospel music when they feel down or sad it's the yeah. transference of spirits bro it lifts the spirit yeah, yeah good yeah. news that's what gospel means good news wow. anyway don't get me started is that right. what it is it's spreading the good yeah. word it means good news that's why gospel music don't have no genre because the, the gospel is the message, not the sound. Even though it does have a sound, you could do gospel house music. I sampled gospel disco. You've got gospel Christian hip-hop. There's, Christian, there's gospel disco? Yeah. You know on um, Adventures in Technicolor? Yeah. Good music is a gospel disco song. I'll send you, I'll send you some gospel disco stuff. Please do, because that's a vibe. Yes, bruv. When I get back from Cuba, I will send you some stuff. Bruv, I've heard some... I've, I'm like, yo, like... Bro, there's a whole treasure chest of samples waiting to be cracked. Gospel disco, bruv. Amazing. No, amazing. I know. I, I hear you. And, and the Gemini thing that Lyric talked about, that's also stayed with me. 
Yes. Because I can see that now in the music. Don't, 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 don't give away the jewels then. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Jewels them, jewels them. Calm, anyway. calm, calm yourself. Okay, calm sorry. yourself. So this is Breaking Atoms, Lyric Jones. Check it out. And today we are joined by someone we thoroughly respect. Someone who, who deals in reality raps. You know, she told us about gas money, what we could do with that. She gave us some gems about love. She's taken us uh, through gems of the cubicle, and now she's uh, rated R for Too Real with a new project. We're joined by none other than Lyric Jones. How are you doing today? Ooh, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. No, thank you for joining us. I mean, Chris and I, are we're, we're super psyched to have you on and to, to really talk about your new project, uh, your artistry. You know, you know, you can get yes. you can get boxed in as a you can get. Hold on, this, the what's the word, Chris? What's the what's the phrase? Femsy, female MC. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, 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 we're gonna we're gonna have to talk about that. But the good news yes. is, do we have? To? I just found out. <laughs> no, I mean, not really. I'd love, we don't have to, but I just want your thoughts because as a man, I just I have my thoughts, but I want to hear it from the source. Okay. Yeah, I but I'm going to be very open how I feel about the term. But yeah, um, that that's just me. But lyric is half Jamaican, half Trini. Oh yes, yes. That's why I loved her music so much. Now I know why. <laughs> it, it touched That's, you in, you in spiritual why. ways. Yeah. Yes, yes. I, I listen. I was listening to cruising last night, oh. walking through the park on two feet. I was not cruising, but in my mind, I'm like, this is it. Yeah, and now I now I know she's half Jamaican. Come yeah, on, bro. Yeah, but lyric was cruising on the beat. You know what I'm saying? Like, just be cliche about she it. Was. She was floating on that. Like she was. You know, levitating. Yeah, le- yeah, levitation and that levitation. Synonym, bring out the synonyms, Chris. Bring out the synonyms. Um, yes, I love no, lyric- I'm just a fly on the wall on this conversation right here. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely. No, but let's 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 get into let's get into lyric Jones, right? Sure, let's get into yeah. you now. The the I guess the first question is looking at where you've come from, seeing your seeing your rise over the past ten years. Uh-huh. What I was really interested in was how important was the church in expanding your musical palette. Over the last ten years? No, just generally in life. Just generally in life, like because you've you've come from the church, gospel singing. Yes, it's very important to you. You know, faith is also in your music. How important was church growing up in expanding your musical palette? Okay, yeah, the church and being kind of raised in a go to church every day background definitely exposed me to the musicianship, I guess, of what you get from my range. Um, you know, I was very involved in the church in general, not just music, but I was on the usher board and in the youth ministry. So I was constantly around. And then, you know, singing in the choirs, you start to kind of just, you know, find out what you like the most and different types of instruments, or if you like to sing more. And I like just kind of being around the fellas and the fellas were the musicians, (laughs) you know, they were like my big, big brothers or so in the church. So for me, it was really just that influence of them being Berkeley students and seeing them play. And in the 90s and early 2000s, gospel music was just a different breed altogether. So, yeah, it was very impactful, for sure. That's that's really amazing to hear. I, I also grew up in church singing in the choir's lyric. Yes. <laughs> that's yeah, mom, my mom was a choir director. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm raised in that. Yeah, so I was about to say, that's where a lot of us started, you know, like if, if, if you start to gravitate towards a certain instrument or um, just the, the, maybe a choir director or just even just singing, 
almost every legend kind of started off at the church, you know? So yes, it's a, that's where you get the musicianship in the range. That's why I'm not just a rapper, you know? Most right, rappers right, right. who grew up in the church, they got a little bit more um, range on them. Certainly, certainly. It's the foundation. And, and, and teaching music, how does that impact your creative process? Well, to, to be honest with you, teaching doesn't really impact my creative process. It does help me contribute. My creative process helps me contribute more to teaching. Um, so I definitely am able to give insight of my process as a teacher and give my students the tools that they can use that I use, you know, as a creator and a songwriter. Okay, good answer. In yeah. terms of f uh, our friend, Mr. Fonte Lyshod Coleman, yes. how how did he um how did he challenge you in the, in the creation of the album as executive producer? Yeah, he was very honest, brutally honest sometimes, and it was definitely good <laughs> um, because you know when you're in your own bubble and you're your own artist, you kind of get this in your own world and you don't really see a different perspective. Um, the good thing is that I may have looked at something differently, but it wasn't anything that I wouldn't trust one of my favorite artists to make a decision on, you know, like I, I wasn't apprehensive because I didn't think it would work on just certain decisions musically, you know, so it was a challenge, um, but it was also, you know, relieving because I knew, okay, I'm getting challenged here, but I know that he's not going to suggest anything that's going to steer me wrong. So it was, it okay. was both. Okay, am I correct in saying that he mixed the whole album as well? He sure did. He mixed the wow. whole project. Definitely mixed it and arranged it, the order, all of that was him. Incredible. Yes. Incredible. I had no idea I had no idea he was that nice on, on, on the on the sound side of things. Me neither. This this was that was a new gem that I gained, you know, because I know that he records himself and stuff like that, but just to see how even with May the Lord Watch with the little brother how integral he was with like creating certain remaking certain samples with his voice like he did a, a few of those things on my project too like just created sound effects with his own voice and mixed it and got different plugins so I think that was if I can speak for Fonte in that regard like that was really where he was able to show his skills as a, a mixing engineer too so mm. okay for sure was he responsible for the sequencing of the album Yes, that was Fonte. That was Fonte. As the executive producer, he he made those executive decisions on what the order. He has cre he has committed he has committed egregious acts upon everyone because that is <laughs> incredible. I'm a big fan of sequencing, right? Word. And I, and I think that when you when you create a a really good body of uh, of work, which which your uh -huh. album is, a lot of it is the way you've placed things and. Just, just from not even just mixing level. That's a, that's a whole different kind of um, science. But sequencing has a science to itself. So the the vibe from cruising, from vibe from cruising to the okay, not yet. Then goes into the kind of the vibe of show you how that you're you're taking someone on a journey. And I feel like closer than they appear takes me on a yes. journey to places I I didn't realize I had I could go, especially mm, in this year. Good point. So. Um, I, I, whoever I, I, that was on the questions I had was who was responsible because you've committed egregious acts upon the <laughs> culture of rap because people should study 
how that how your album flows from beginning to end and how you flow on it and all of that because it's done so wonderfully that I'm honestly it's 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 so important to sequence an album so correctly and I think this is um it's very strong in in, in closer than awesome. there. I'm glad I'm really glad you enjoy him. If Fonte hears it, that's his accolade right there. <laughs> Definitely. Let's um we're gonna get deep in our lyric. Um, pun intended. We're gonna get into the lyrics. I'm a I'm a lyrics man, and face to face had a few quotables in there that really reached me. I was walking through the park, and there were a couple of lines that made me say, "Oof." Um, nice. The first one I want to ask your your thoughts on is: You say we're fighting hand to hand for all the Sandra Blands, Breonna Taylor's real demands. Rage is all they understand. Yes. Can you tell me um, the impact of Sandra Blands and um, Breonna Taylor's murders? How how does that impact you? as a black woman in America specifically? Yeah, it really does impact me heavily because, you know, right with the Sandra Bland, uh, well, not the Sandra Bland discussion, but with the Breonna Taylor discussion, we started to open back up a lot of wombs with just a discussion of how come women aren't being um, cared about in the public just as much as young boys or men that have, egregious acts done on them with the police or what have you um, um we were just feeling like the, the, a lot of women's stories were kind of being overlooked and they're not being quote-unquote sensationalized even though that can be a gift and a curse as well so when Breonna Taylor happened I was I, I remember talking to Fonte saying you know we've moved on to Breonna Taylor but I'm still mourning Sandra Bland we haven't even we haven't even properly as a culture dealt with that you know, and so it's like, here goes something else on top of the George Floyd situation, on top of the probably other hundred ones we saw this year, on top of protests, on top of COVID, on top of what my music career is about to do. You know, it was just like, I, I, I'm i trying to pick a, a struggle to be sad about, you know, it was just so many things. So the the shouting out Sandra Bland and Breonna Taylor was because it was literally so recent. And what I was dealing with emotionally, um, and wanted to be transparent in expressing that, but not being so preachy, you know. Yeah, I I understand. Um, we here in the UK, we're very well aware of what's gone on, yeah, in terms of how it's impacted communities <laughs> worldwide. But I wanted to take the time to ask a black woman <laughs> in America because oftentimes, and I'm going to be very transparent with you, lyric. I hear protect black women care for black women, but I often find that as the years roll by, the women are often forgotten about. Uh And um, it makes me, it does make me feel a way, and I wanted to go to the source, as in you, to say, well, how do women in America feel about it? Because I think there's some nuances there. You know, we're, we're, because we're kind of over here, sometimes we don't feel the gravitas or the gravity of a situation. Um, You know, there's things going over here, going on over here that you may not be um, aware of so that's why I just wanted I just wanted to ask because that lyric in particular it just brought it all back in the sense that oh man like you know Sandra Bland I haven't heard her name said in a while so it was it was um it was it was really powerful continuing on the theme of lyrics you then go on and say many are drained thankfully I'm feeling recharged and lately I've been hit with big reminders of God I, I can't do, uh-huh. I can do I can do the American accent but I just wanted to keep it authentic so Okay. <laughs> Many are drained. Thankfully, I'm feeling recharged. And lately, I've been hit with big reminders of God. What reminders are you talking about in particular? Yeah, well, with that particular line, I was just, I remember just sitting in my 
own space in my apartment, a studio apartment that I'm able to still pay rent for. I'm able to still go and turn on the water and, and take a shower. I'm able to still open the fridge and there's food in there. I'm able to still, you know, order DoorDash and still record. It just felt a moment of, wait, I just did all this whining the whole record, but let me remind myself that I'm still blessed. And, and these are reminders that I, I belong here. I have a purpose here. Um, and, and things aren't as bad, you know? So I had to kind of self affirmate myself through the record and just realizing I have some very small and necessary blessings, um, that are all adding up to my, you know, safety and well-being right now, you know, even though I was feeling emotionally drained, you know, so that was what that bar was about. Okay. No, I, um, it, it rings home. It rings home. True. In terms of DoorDash, what did you order that day? <laughs> I don't remember. Probably this, this is clucking chicken sandwich that I was ordering a lot. Um, <laughs> so shouts out to them. Hopefully they get some big Um <laughs> But yeah, it was like a chicken sandwich that I was just obsessed with at the time. I believe. I don't remember exactly what I ordered that day. It took me a couple of days to write that song. It wasn't all in one sitting. Okay. Yeah. So in terms of like your your creative process and and writing songs, is it is that your thing where you can you can take your time and go away and come back? Have you ever written any songs like boom 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 for this project, like in um, one sitting? How does that work for you? It yeah, it just depends. I'm trying to think. Was there um, Angelina? I think was a 24 hour thing. I did most of it with you know like in the, in a room with Tay, and um, I wrote a little bit outside you know, just on my own, but I think that was a full day. Um, okay. But yeah, I, I have written songs in a one shot. I think Wait a Minute was a one day thing um, where I started like just being in the car and, and just kind of gibberish or scatting ideas. So yeah, I think the majority of this album was a process because I'm dealing with COVID and so many other things, but um, there were moments of the project that were very quick and easy. The intro was, okay. was a one-time thing, stuff like that. Okay. I've got to shout you out on Angelina before I hand over to Subit because my best friend is Colombian. And when I heard that, I wanted to uh, bust a salsa. Oh, yes. I love yeah. Afro-Cuban and Colombian <laughs> and Latin. Go-go. Um, like, I love very rhythmic cultural music. So I, w I was very thrilled to hear that production and, and do what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, I, I can salsa mean, you know, like I salsa, listen, I'm going to put a record in it. I salsa better than my Spanish brethren. Nice. And when I heard that, I'm, I'm, I was like, I'm going to body someone nice. on some salsa to this. No, good, good job. And shout out to, before I hand over to Summit, Phil Bodro. I'm a big fan of his and I was so happy to see his name on the credits as well. Yes, I'm, I'm very blessed to have Phil and now Grammy nominated. So I think, Come on, I think yes. he was nominated before. I think this might be a, a multiple Grammy nom. But anyways, look at that. I, I'm lucky. Him and Focus and Fonte. I got some and Vic Mensa, if I'm not mistaken. I got I got I'm close to hopefully a Grammy is closer than it appears to be. <laughs> yeah. I'm nice. sure I'm I'm nice. sure I'm sure it is. But no, sticking with just kind of following on from Chris is saying is there's something about you, your music and it's um also prevalent in, in closer than they appear, which is you are able to deal with and speak about really important things. So, you know, you can do the rabbity rap stuff where like, you know, you do that kind of, I think it's on rock on, is it with the heavy D MC light, 
audio two reference, which is just dope, right? But Thank then you, you kind of talk about then you talk about spirit of discernment on rock on, right? And right. and then you know you, you you talk about the things that are happening in the world right now. So there's 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 something about your range which is really really refreshing in that you can do all these different things all very well all on this kind of condensed project where you can get all of you this authentic lyric jones so i think it's, it's kudos to you until in the way that you handle that because a lot of people it's very difficult to do that i'm not a rapper chris is so to write raps and to to put an album together is not easy i couldn't even i can't even put a podcast together let's be honest right i can't even do that right but when you're thinking about what you're doing and and the and you know you can do that i can wrap my ass off but then talk about serious things, spiritual things and things that right. impact you. I think that is that there's something to be said for that, I think. Thank you. Um, I really appreciate that. That means a lot more than anything, because the biggest the biggest uh, compliment and gratification I can gain is people to see my versatility and not put me in a box. That's the biggest fear. And uh, there's many Gemini artists who feel that way historically, from Tupac to Kanye West to Kendrick Lamar to Lauryn Hill. You know, it's something about that Gemini energy where we can kind of chameleon into many different forms. So to feel um, restricted and kind of labeled um, is always like a like a nail on a chalkboard. So to hear people kind of get it and feel it without me having to explain it a, a million times and be so uh, in your face, they just feel the genuine, authentic range and versatility. That's the that, that means I'm doing my job. So I appreciate that Ab that's coming across to you. No, absolutely. And given that it's it's been out, uh, you've had time to mull it over, listen to it, take it in, digest what people have said about it. Uh -huh. What have you learned about yourself in the in the process of making this, and what you learned yourself? What have you learned about yourself since then, since the project's been out? Hmm, good question. Well, I think doing this project, it was new and a definitely enlightening experience, like having an executive producer. Um, and somebody executive produced who was an artist and is an artist also. That was, uh, it took a lot. I'm, a, I'm pretty trusting, especially with, with music. Um, my business stuff, I'm different, but with music, I'm pretty trusting. But I realized that I still needed to relinquish more trust to get the end product that might not be what I think it would be. So I learned more about how I work with different personalities and what I would prefer. Um, going forward, what still uh, thrills me as an artist, what I prefer not to do as an artist. So I learned a lot about that. And um, I think what I learned post the album, and I, I knew this already, but I really hit a realization recently is I'm constantly going to be a new artist to people. So it kept me in mind that when I drop records, this is going to be the first time for many people even hearing who I am or hearing my, my music. Um, I have my diehards, as I mentioned, and want to say, like I have people who've been following me from the jump and then I have to be able to appeal to the brand new folks. So I think this album, I unlocked the key for even some of the old folk who have been following me. They're seeing a whole new lyric too, like a rebirth. You know, so it definitely just opened my eyes on how to balance and give all the different ranges of my fan base and supporters what they need on record. 
Yeah, good good point. I'm I'm one of those people, like I mentioned before, before we started recording, familiar with your your stuff with Blue and Exile, Smooth and Giallo Point, uh-huh. um, Tri-State. But this this feels a whole different new. person, right? Yeah. Yeah, it feels it feels new. I, I I remember just walking down the street listening to the project and when I heard Show You How, I was like, Ooh, like you know, with the house vibe. <laughs> and I'm like, Okay, so this is this is it felt. Um, you know, oh, like foreign exchange meets Lyric Jones, and I was walking down the street doing my little two-step nod in my head. I'm like, yeah, this for someone a 38 year old man who just wants to enjoy some good music without all the bells and whistles exactly. and all the extra stuff that goes on. Exactly. It was right up my street. And it's funny because that's always been me. You know what? Like that. What I'm realizing, what people did not get, is that's not anything new for me. Like when you do when people do their homework they see that I started off singing and playing drums and like you said being in the church and all of those things so doing something housey and dancey or R&B like wait a minute like that's where that's how I really really got started um so the meat and potatoes of what people know me as now is just very interesting because it it, I kind of just fell into that that role as an artist because that's what people were gravitating towards you know um so it's just it's it's yeah like <laughs> you guys are kind of getting to know me for the first time too the people who know me with the smooths and planet ages and tri-states that's a whole mob deep lyric you know but now <laughs> I, now i get to show you the, the real the real core of, of what i want to do you know the tribe you've made me vibe so yeah i was gonna say you've made me reflect you mentioned gemini artist before and uh-huh. i realized I, I i fall into the gemini artist bag as well like Very it's you're, you're making you're making me think oh my god like you know there's all these different sides and in some ways i've held back um or not when i say held back but there's so many different sides of me that i haven't shown so i'm really excited and actually inspired by what you did to show these sides of me because like you say you know i'm going to be a brand new artist to some people so that's exactly. it's, it's, it's encouraging it's dope. You, you, it's dope you could look at it you could look at it like a book right so if you look at it, the book of lyric or uh, or book of chris or book of kinetic these are just new chapters, but it's mm. that book. You start you start someplace and you arch into another place. It's still you. People just haven't got to that chapter yet. Right. Uh, and now they're getting there and then there'll be more chapters. And that's that's a storybook that you choose to finish whenever you want to finish, but you take it wherever you want to. It's exactly. your story. And if, if you if you look at it like in just hearing you talk lyrics has made me think of this. If you think about chapters in a book, this is how it is. This is no different from the epics of Lord of the Rings and you take you on a journey and you got, you start from here and you move all the way to here. That's just what it is. And so um, you have a really, this, this, this project has a really strong lineage. Like I was just going, yo, imagine if Lauren Hill was making the music she would have been carrying on, on this is this, that kind of level. Like this is, it's just something strong and powerful about Like you talk about survivor's guilt in the, in like really yes. early on. Yes. Like this, this isn't some like, this is your talk. You're getting your, to plug the podcast you're breaking things down to the very last compound you're getting underneath the hood of things this isn't just some fluff and it doesn't feel like as an artist you 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 don't you know how like sometimes i'm not saying all the time and i'm not trying to diss him j cole when he started would just use a cuss word to start a new bar right and he would always do that but it doesn't feel like with you it doesn't feel like you're using your words as fluff you are you you are very deliberate in everything you say and everything you do, and I think again something to be said for that. And th- this is why this project is such a it's such a really it's so good to have this this year. Yes, um, really timely. It's a real timely thing because I think we needed that. We needed that strong 
body of work that we can look at with good replay value. Like this isn't something I was listening to and it's forgotten about now. This is something you vibe to. And right. I think it's it's just that new chapter in that book. Sorry for the rant, but yeah. <laughs> no, but th- thank you. I, I really just, I'm sponging it all in. So thank you so much. Yeah, take, take it in. I, I've got a question to ask you. Um, and I'm going to tread very carefully, Lyric. I don't like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like that term, Chris, but yeah, go on. Not the what All you right. just said, but the what you're about to say. So I, I've gone through your press material. Very well written. Loved it. And you, you mentioned breaking out the female rap, rapper box. Mm-hmm. And I want to ask you, how do you feel about the term femc? Um, I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Seconded. Before, before you continue, Blank, I right. hate it too. Yeah. But explain to me why you hate it. I hate it because it's unnecessary. Like I don't, there's no gender on bars. Like either I'm saying whatever I'm saying is nothing femi or whatever. So, and the connotation is separative. So we don't call men mentees, right? So, so when I jokingly kind of t- tease that term, I'm like, yeah, I, I like all, he's a dope mentee. Like it sounds stupid, right? We don't say such and such is an ill M- men C. We just say they're dope MC. You know, like we don't put all these extra fems and mems and and stuff on dudes. So, um, yeah, I just think it's unnecessary. I think it's, it's it's silly and it gives a gender to my content when I have two men on the phone telling me how much they are um, moved by my words. That has nothing to do with me being a woman or not. You know, you asked me yeah. a couple questions about a women's perspective with Sandra Bland and, and um, Brianna Taylor, but the bulk of this album, you're not saying, oh, it's because of your feminine bars. Like, there's nothing, you're not giving me any of that feedback. So, so how am I a femme C? Like, no, I'm just, an, I'm a, honestly, I'm not, I'm just an artist. Like, I would love to just be referred to as a, as a musician, as a recording artist. Um, because what if I decide not to rap and, and just sing? What if what if I decide just to play drums for the rest of my life? Like mm. I want the the liberty to just be in my own skin and just be a creative artist, a musician. Um, so FEMC is limiting and it's dumb. Um, and it's it's weird because people are trying to compliment you with that. And so you you have to be careful in how you respond because people don't even realize that is that is dumb. They just saying it. <laughs> you know, so. yeah, yeah. No, it's dumb. No, it's 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 super dumb. And I think as I've got older, I've just realised, and this is just me mansplaining it, but it feel like it's like this un. That's it's like this kind of like undercurrent of like devalue. Like you're a femc, like you can't play at this like MC level when you can. It's just I don't like it. I yeah, don't, it sounds I don't, like I, dope yeah. for. It sounds like dope for a girl. Like that's right, right. And like I, you're yeah, you're cool I, for a female. Like that's that's it's yeah, like a roundabout yeah. way of saying that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I, I hate all girls playlists and all girls concerts right, and all right, girls right, right, right. mentions and, and people like to salute. Yeah, I like all these female MCs and they're just naming all a whole bunch of girls. Like it's so unnecessary, you know, it's, it's so yeah. unnecessary doing all that separative stuff. But people are trying to salute you and congratulate you in between that. So it's just we're stuck to kind of just roll with it, you know? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Just right, roll with right. it. It's 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 good to hear i mean it's bad to hear you know about separatism and all that but it's good to hear because i've been struggling with the term for years even though it's never been um directed towards me but you know some of the the rappers who happen to be females that i know um sometimes they'll say you know i rap better than most dudes and i always say but why say that like why you know i know it's a male dominated industry but you know you're not we're not the bar do you know what i mean you're just you're dope 
as an MC, right. as you are. Do you know what I mean? And when I think of yourself, um, Shay Newer, Rhapsody, Heather B, Queen Latifah, I've never looked at them as a femc. I'm just like they're MCs. They're artists, man. They're like, yeah. It's, it's, it, we um, lyric. We had um, Anton Pushansky, um, who engineered Breaking Atoms, Let the Rhythm Hit Him. He's you know legendary kind of engineer, and he said something that really stuck. I guess even with Chris as well, which is about when you make music and even when you say it back in your head and sing it, you're singing music. You're actually singing the notes in your head, but you don't realize it. It's like a psychological thing. And when you're creating music, it's the same thing. You're creating music and you're classically trained anyway. People don't really realize the extent of your, your musicianship. Um, and I just think, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's putting down people. I don't like it, but yeah, it's, it's terrible. But I've, I've, um, like I said, really enjoyed your, your project. Chris, anything else? Um, no, I just want to say, Lyric, uh, love your album. Thank you. Again, we keep saying it. I'm I, I'm actually catching a flight to Cuba in 12 hours. Oh, lucky and you. Yes, it's wedding anniversary time. But nice. close closer than they appear is going to be um, in the headphones while I'm on the plane. That's the and I just that want... sounds like a great soundtrack to me. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, I think when we look back at your career, I think this is going to be the album we talk about that was the breakthrough and a turning point for you. So no, just thank you. You've got a platform here at Breaking Atoms. We're looking forward to everything you do. And I am a fan and Summit is a fan. Thank you so much for this amazing piece of work. Thank you, Chris, Summit. Thank you so much for, you know, doing the homework and and, and just enjoying the project. I can feel it through the convo. So I appreciate it. No, it's all good. And bef- before we close, please give our regards to Digger Digger, birth name Rashia. I, I will. love her. Yes. I will. <laughs> yes. I, I love her, and it was so fun to see her in your video, video dancing in the background. I've never seen that side of her. <laughs> I gotta tell her, people don't even realize she's such a goofball. Like she's goofy, like super goofy. So, and we're—I'm goofy. So, I love that video because it was so organic. Like it, it was literally they just pressed the camera and we just was going as if we were on stage. So, yeah, that's that's her all day. It wasn't it, anything it fake felt- about that. It felt so good to see her standing next to you. Yes. As one of the greatest lyricists ever. And I'm going I'm gonna stand on that. To see her standing next to you and to say, you know what, we're together, it warmed my heart to see that. And to see her dancing, throwing her hands around in the background, I'm like <laughs> Look at look at look at Digger Digger, birth name Rashid. Yes. Look at her. Like, the symbolism <laughs> it made me smile. The symbolism of that is very powerful. I told Digger that too. Like people like yeah. we, we kinda underestimated what this represents. So yeah. I love the optics were so important. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah, great. No, Fonte Rod Digger standing next to you. Jeez, <laughs> come on now. Yes, yes. Come on now. Well, look, you take care of yourself. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Be safe. Wash your hands. Two meters, social distance, all that good stuff. All right. Thank you. Take care. A big thank you to Lyric once again for joining us on the Breaking Atoms podcast. Uh, that was a good conversation. Um, good food it was good food it was, it was good food man it was good food there's a lot of things that i will listen to that and take in because it's really deep it, it's really deep and um like i said i can't i can't fault the the project enough it's really good uh i would strongly encourage you all if you haven't heard it to go listen to it um and if you can buy the project if you enjoy yes. it and it moves you in the way that it's moved us yes. contribute some coins yeah man I, I just went on to the website lyric jones's website and bought the vinyl no, I bought the digital copy. I don't have space in it. 
Okay, that that's fine. Man ain't, man ain't got no use to pass pass collections on. Nah, but listen, I just it's just a sign for me to go. I it's because it, it will cost it will cost a certain amount. I'm like, yo, I need to. That's my way of going. I salute this. I, I really enjoy this project. So you you you're 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 buying a lot of records lately. I stopped for a while. Okay. A, lot, a lot of this stuff is I've bought from before, and it's just been it's coming through. It's what credit card okay. is for until I have some money in it. What? Matt, um, Matt, what? Credit limit's looking tidy and that. Yeah, looking tidy and that. Credit credit limit's <laughs> looking all right, but it's uh, once we get over this COVID and furlough and all this stuff, and yeah, I'm back to good money. But yeah, some sometimes okay. there's some, some there's some projects I can't necessarily um, wait till, uh, and I want to kind of I just I don't hear want, you. It, it's there's also um is a therapeutic nature for me to buy a vinyl rip over yes. the package read it play understood it, and i think that's more valuable to me and my mental health than mm. just going oh, i can't buy this oh, i'll figure it out i'll make money I'm, yeah no you you um it's, it's good to hear that because i've experienced that like you know sometimes when you're feeling low you know you just need something to get you through the day and you crack open that 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 cellophane and you smell the cd and it's like and you read the liner notes and yeah, I, I know what you mean. But before we before we wrap up, just a couple of shout outs to give. Yes. Um shout out to Matt Northam. He messaged us on Twitter saying how much he enjoyed the show. Dope. Big ups to We Stay True, which is a UK indie hip hop label. Dope. Um what's the that? Mr. Brown. Mr. Brown. Check out his Beats for Days projects. Okay. Uh, amazing instrumentals. Uh, a brother called Blacksmith. And I also want to shout out Bay Area Wicked. So he yes. messaged us on Instagram. Yes. Mm. Bay Area Wicked is an underground hip hop forums legend. Okay. So he's been all over the forums and he messaged us about the OC interview and said, these are the types of questions that people like me want to hear. Oh. He said it was an amazing interview. He's the kind of person that we do this show for. So big up to Bay Area Wicked. We appreciate you. And one last shout to DK, the producer. He sent us a gift. Oh, yes. A seven yes, inch vinyl. Sandwich. Yes, yes. Yes, it's, it's arrived. I don't have a vinyl player, so I'm going to be sending it to you. Boom, boom. I'm doing my version of gun salutes. I can't really. I'm in. Yeah, it's sound like um, a cap gun still. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. Water gun. Water yeah, you know, gun. When, you know when Big L says, um, <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> my guns go boom, boom. Your guns go pow, pow. Yeah, yeah, it's you. It's, it's you. It's words. you. Uh, yeah, but big ups, big ups to yeah. all those people, man. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And, you know, we're getting presents out here. That's, it's very no, that's, that, that No, that is wonderful. And um, big thanks to everyone who's um, who've listened to the podcast, who continue to. And those who are listening and, and necessarily don't have social or, or reach out to us, we appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, you can follow us on social at Break the Atoms, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Chris is at I am Kinetic. I am at Hip Hop Chronicle. We genuinely, genuinely appreciate all the listens, all the feedback, good or bad. We love you all. We're going to keep going strength to strength together. We're going to go yes. from strength to strength. Remember, charity event. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But we've got the charity event, which is me doing a 24-hour podcast. Link in the description. Go ahead, listen to it. Maybe this may come out after that, so it doesn't matter. We'll have it in it there. It doesn't now. matter. We, we take it out. Save the babies in it. Save the Save babies in that. Save the babies. I, to be fair, like if I'm completely honest, I want to do it for a couple of charities, but just giving doesn't allow you to do it for two charities. They only allow you to do one. They stop you know, doing you, you, First of all, you need to relax in it. And um, secondly, we can do it after. Let's give, let's give, let's yeah, give. Yeah, no, I'll, maybe I'll do a 24-hour, like, um, FIFA session. Fast. No, 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 that's, no, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, I need my food. No, I'm joking. Um, but I might do, like, a 24-hour, like, FIFA gameathon or something. Look at you, though. Yeah, I could do that. I could do a FIFA gameathon for 24 hours. It's fine. I really want to do Raw. that. But, but no. Thank, okay. But thank you to everyone who's listened. We appreciate it. Uh, until next time. 
Peace. Peace.